You know, I feel there are too many false spiritual teachings going around the world where people are claiming that it's easy. And that's the first thing you need to realize. There's nothing easy about spiritual ascension. It takes tremendous commitment and study. It's very hard for me personally. If there's someone out there who says it's easy, I'd love to know what you're doing, but you're probably foolish. Nothing you do matters unless what you do matters. I'm Amadon Delerba, and this is Get Real or Die Trying. How we doing, tribe? Hope you're doing well. Today is episode 22 of my podcast. We're talking about the concept of ascension science, the fusion of spirituality and science. You know, I attend the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion located in southern Arizona. This university was actually founded by my parents, Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase. It's really a school of uh, higher consciousness learning. We really dive into how can we apply spiritual concepts and principles into our daily life and ascend spiritually. It's a spiritual university where we study the fifth epical revelation, which is the Urantia book, and the continuing fifth epical revelation, which are books called the Cosmic Family Volumes. And of course, we study all kinds of different spiritual teachings and concepts from the world's religions. And, you know, we find that there's truth in all religions and all texts. And the spirit of truth is what discerns what's not truth and what is truth. And we learn about that. But recently, my spiritual elders and my parents, Gabriel Vurantia and Neon Emerson Chase, they were teaching on the concept of ascension science. And so I was inspired to, uh, you know, touch upon this in my own words. I by no means am a teacher acting like I know that I have it together or that I've achieved some type of arrival or knowledge in this area. These are my thoughts based upon what I've been taught by my spiritual elders, what I'm trying to implement and apply in my own life. And so what I'm saying here is something that I'm striving for and I'm failing at every day. And I'm not by any means trying to come off like I have it all together because this concept of ascension science and the concept of ascending spiritually is a big one, and it's something that we practice for the rest of our lives. There is no arrival on this one. What is science? Well, science is the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systematic study uh, of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. What is ascension? Well, it's the act of... Uh, rising to an important position or a higher level. You know, we're ascending. The Cosmic Family Volume 1 book says that Ascension Science is a universe spiritual science that fuses the spiritual with the scientific. So, for all intents and purposes, Ascension Science is simply the fusion of spirituality and science, which is something that really needs to happen. But I'm going to pontificate on that a little more in my own personal interpretation. The Urantia book, this is a quote from the Urantia book, which I quote nearly every podcast, says, Science is a quantitative experience, religion a qualitative experience, as regards man's life on earth. Science deals with phenomena, religion with origins, values, and goals. 
Now, Earth scientists have broken up science into, uh, you know, nine main concepts. And so I want to read those because you'll, when I read these, keep in mind that you can really apply these concepts to your spiritual life too, which is interesting. And, and this is where the merge of science and spirituality comes in. The nine main concepts of science are organization. Scientists have made the study of science manageable by organizing and classifying natural phenomena. Of course, cause and effect. Nature behaves in predictable waves. Systems. Scale refers to quantity, both relative and absolute. Models, change, structure and function, and variation. So how do we apply these concepts into our spiritual walk? How do we approach our spiritual life and desire for growth with a scientific approach? And I realized that for so long on this planet, science and religion have been at odds. You know, it's just they don't exist together <laughs> in the same space in a lot of ways. But the fusion of the two is necessary. And I'm not really going to touch upon during my podcast um, how spiritual concepts can inform science, even though it's a huge subject. What I would like to talk about is the observation of the parallels between, you know, and the conceptual intersections that we may find ourselves in between science and religion, and how we can become more spiritually intelligent about our growth and maturation by recognizing those, those uh, parallels. You know, for me personally, ascension science is how to apply spiritual concepts into the physical world. Science is all about analyzing the physical world and collecting that data. You know, so in science, you study the actions and energy and you collect data. You make informed decisions based upon everything you're learning, the calculations. And um, you, you really have careful, intelligent study. And these same methods can be and should be applied to our spiritual walk. Imagine if we approached our spiritual walk and our decision-making with the same tenacity and careful integrity that a scientist approaches collecting data on something they're studying. You know, so when we do something wrong spiritually in our lives, we really should calculate and record the negative impact. And we should be more absolute about not doing it again. <laughs> now, I know my elders are laughing that I just said that because I'm an example of someone who has not got that down. And I continue to falter in this lesson, but I'm learning and I'm trying to overcome and I'm trying to collect the data. I'm trying to analyze the results of my wrong choices. Wow, this does not work. And then change. That's what science is. You know, what is it in me that continues to make the same mistakes over and over again, even though I may know that they're wrong and that the results are really not in my favor? We all do it. We all, you know, continue to do that. But in the physical world, in the scientific world, once you realize that this molecule and this molecule that go together cause an explosion, you don't make those mistakes because it's an absolute. When you realize, you know, these scientific facts that have been discovered, you don't make the mistakes. And I think that we in the spiritual realm, we know that these spiritual explosions can happen and we ignore them because the physical reality is not so tangible to us. You know, us, us humans, we reside in a mental state that is, oft, that is way too often qualified by the material world and not by the spiritual world. I think that consciousness is the only separation from existing in a place where we realize that the spiritual temple of our souls being on fire really is just as painful 
and, and is a loss to us is our physical house on fire. So imagine, you know, you have your physical house on fire. We can lose the house. We can lose the physical possessions and we can gain all those back. And it's a very tangible physical pain and loss. Oftentimes our spiritual temples and our souls are on fire and we can lose spiritual progress. We can lose spiritual values. We can lose our feelings of integrity and honor when we make these wrong choices. So when your house is on fire, your personal house and your soul is on fire, you don't just let it burn. Just as if your physical house was on fire, you'd be out there with the hose trying to put it out and to save those material items, to save that edifice. We need to have that same type of thinking in the spiritual, and that's consciousness, that's the separation. Wow, my spiritual house is on fire. I'm, I'm burning. How do I put out the flames? What am I going to lose from these decisions? And how do I gain them back, so to speak? Um, you can gain back your virtues and feelings of righteousness. And the science of ascending to a higher spiritual level and coming into a higher spiritual maturity is the study of cause and effect. And cause and effect is a primary, one of those nine primary elements of science, cause and effect. And that's a huge, huge lesson in spirituality. And a lot of great spiritual teachers and masters teach about cause and effect. And it's also the study of laws of attraction. And just as in science, uh, once a formula is discovered and tested and proven, it is used over and over again. It's not abandoned. It is the formula. And I strongly feel that in life, there are spiritual formulas that are like that. And we discover them, but we discard them too easily. We forget them. And those formulas have to be practiced and you have to have the discipline to remember them and then execute those spiritual formulas in life. You know, there are absolutes that can guide our spiritual growth day in and day out. And so in many ways, these absolutes and formulas that I'm talking about are much simpler than the scientific formulas, actually. But simple doesn't mean easy. Um, they're very, very difficult to, uh, to execute. You know, spiritual formulas are difficult to come by. But once you discover them, and you need to uh, practice them, you know. And how do you store the spiritual formulas consistently in your heart and your mind? How do you live by them? You know, science, it's data. You can have it written out. It says you add this, you do that, you lower it to this heat, this happens, blah, blah, blah. How do you retain those spiritual formulas and really, you know, find those that work for you and then operate by them? And I feel there are too many false spiritual teachings going around the world where people are claiming that it's easy. And that's the first thing you need to realize. There's nothing easy about spiritual ascension. It's very, very difficult. It takes tremendous commitment and study. Spiritual ascension is very hard for me personally. If there's someone out there who says it's easy, I'd love to know what you're doing, but you're probably full of shit. You know, a great scientist spends hours and hours doing research, studying data. Literally, they're in search of answers and equations in the pursuit to discover how things work. That's what it's all about, to discover how things work. But a great spiritualist can also spend the same amount of hours and time and years, really, moment to moment, in pursuit of discovering how to operate as the most ascended, loving, and humble, caring soul. The same tenacity must be applied. You know, a great scientist prides themselves on great intellectual knowledge and all that they've discovered. 
but a great spiritualist is humble. And uh, he realizes that they don't really know much, and they seek wisdom rather than knowledge. Knowledge is important, but it must be combined with wisdom. The Urantia book has a lot to say about science and the fusion of science and religion slash spirituality. Tremendous amount. And I want to read a couple things from the Urantia book. One quote here. True science is engaged in the age-long contest between truth and error while it fights for deliverance from the bondage of abstraction, the slavery of mathematics, and the relative blindness of mechanistic materialism. Development of the state. This is a paper the Orange Book's talking about the development of the state. There's a lot of good stuff about science. It says, And intolerance is best combated by the coordination of science, commerce, play, and religion. We live in a very intolerant world. Humanity is very intolerant of each other. And so that quote is very important. Intolerance is best combated by the coordination of science, commerce, play, and religion. From the paper about the development of modern civilization, the Urantia book says, But the frank, honest, and fearless search for the true causes gave birth to modern science. It turned astrology into astronomy, alchemy into chemistry, and magic into medicine. From that same paper it says, And all of these international relations should be fostered, whether they involve language, trade, art, science, competitive play, or religion. Science, guided by wisdom, may become man's great social liberator. A mistake that intellectuals make way too often in scientists of this world is to abandon the spiritual concepts and to really abandon spirituality. That quote right there is saying that science guided by wisdom may become man's great social liberator. The science has to be guided by higher spiritual values and concepts. Science is knowledge-based, but ascension science is wisdom-based. You know, the material world is actually controlled and structured around the spiritual world. But most people don't realize this. They think it's opposite. And so in science, we study about catalysts. And catalysts typically speed up a reaction by reducing the activation energy or changing the reaction mechanism. Enzymes are proteins that act as catalysts in biochemical reactions. What are the catalysts in our day-to-day -day life? What are spiritual catalysts? So in ascension science, the catalysts are spiritual virtues, and most importantly, living them. Humility, to me, is one of the biggest catalysts, something I'm striving for. I've yet to learn this. But just like science, we can study and learn about how a protein enzyme can act as a catalyst in the body and, you know, not fully understand how this works, not really understand the function. We can read about it and we get the concept, but we don't really quite attain it. Um, it's really the same thing with virtue. <laughs> we can study and strive and learn about humility, learn about compassion, learn about these, uh, these virtues, but not really truly understand them and not really live them. And so it takes much study, practice, discipline, and commitment really to retain the knowledge enough so that we can operate and we can fuse these actions with wisdom once we attain what it means, you know, what it means to walk in spiritual values day to day. And 
again, I can't emphasize enough that one of the biggest mistakes is the separation of science and religion. So much of science is observation. And so each soul is going to observe things differently based upon their virtue. Gabriel Urantia, my spiritual teacher, talks about this. One scientist can look at something through a, a microscope and see something else, while another one will look at it and see something else completely different because of their virtue sensors, because of where they're at. That's a huge factor. But so a scientist is a good observer. We, anyone committed to spiritual growth, must commit to observing ourselves. We must commit to observing our thoughts, our actions, our decisions, and we must gain more self-control, more self-discipline. And how can we strive for this growth? So all of that kind of summarizes my concepts, my ideas about ascension science and the approach of making our spiritual growth a very important scientific discovery. So just as scientists are so excited to make the breakthrough, they're studying, they're observing, they're collecting data, they're trying to find that scientific breakthrough. We as individuals need to find that personal spiritual breakthrough. Observe ourselves, correct ourselves, and find out what it's going to take to grow. And the science of growth and the science of spirituality really, like I said before, it's simple but it's not easy. The formulas are much more simple than scientific formulas, but they're not easy to do. It takes humility, it takes strength, and really most of all, it takes help from spiritual elders. Find your elders, find those who've gone before you, who can help you, who can aid you, who have the spiritual intelligence, who have the wisdom and have the humility to guide your steps. Thank you so much for listening to my little podcast here on Ascension Science. If you're really, truly interested in finding out more, I encourage you to check out the Cosmic Family Volume 1 and 2 books. You can find them on globalchangetools.org. The link will be in the video and on the website. Those books really dive into it. It's an incredible concept. I'm learning every day, and I'm trying to apply what I learn, and you can too. Thank you. Check out my website at getrealordietrying.com. Leave me a voicemail on anchor.fm slash get real or die trying. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or any of the platforms you listen on. Be sure to follow me on social media and share this podcast with your friends. Word of mouth is a great way to share the vibe. Get Real or Die Trying with Amadon Delerba is a production of Global Change Media. And remember, pain is temporary, victory is eternal.